what's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Um, so it's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show. And please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know. So the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. She's a mother and she's a wife. But it was a long and windy road to getting to the wife status. She chronicled that in her book, The Days and Life of an Adulterated Woman, from the Lone Star State of Texas. Please welcome to the Talk to Q radio show, Mrs. Inkwit Fields-Taylor. Inkwit, how are you doing today? Awesome, awesome. How are you? (laughs) I am great, and thanks for taking the time to do the show. We'll go ahead and get right to it. Can you tell us what the book is about? I mean, I know you don't want to spoil it, but can you tell us what the book is about? (laughs) Okay, so the book is pretty much about my life. It's my own personal story um, as an adulterate woman for 10 years um, and how I tried so many different times to get out of this relationship with this married man. Um, And it just talks about, you know, where we met, how we met, you know, the very thought that came into my mind, I was like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's where it starts. Uh, and it just talks about, you know, the meeting places and, and then how, you know, I tried to leave and I ended up coming back. And so many times how I took away access and then gave back access and then how, you know, I was actually delivered from this thing, and then God blessed me with my new husband now. So, I, again, I know it can be done. I know it can be done. I'm a living testimony. I'm a living witness, whatever you want to call it. I'm that. <laughs> so, so, okay. so that. <laughs> that just goes to show that, you know, regardless of the things we go through in life, we can still – get right and win in the end, you know? And so right. I, I think that's great. And that's a, that's right. definitely an example of what happened here. Absolutely. Okay. Because Lauren Hill said, how are you going to win if you ain't right with them? Oh, so. <laughs> you better say that. I'm sorry. I had a 90s flashback. <laughs> I had a 90s flashback. Yep. I love it. <laughs> so, a lot of people reflect upon the challenges they faced in their life, but not everyone puts it on display in a book. What inspired you to share such a personal story about your life? So, actually, I had no um, no idea, uh, didn't even want to write a book. Um, but me being a prayer warrior, and let me just put this out there, I am not uh, all, all holier than thou. Uh, God is still working on me. I don't want to preach to anyone, but, you mm-hmm. know, he instructed me to write this book. And so because it was 
something that it was had to do, of course, with my own personal life, my own personal experience. So this is truly an assignment from God. Um, and, it, you know, reading the introduction, it tells you everything that this is what he wanted me to address. So that's how I ended up writing this book. Okay. Well, let's talk about the book itself. Now, um, it's about a guy that you met and, you know, you had a relationship with him. And when you met this man that you refer to as, quote, unquote, him throughout the right. entire story, you were instantly mm-hmm. attracted to him physically. You mentioned in the book that you didn't even ask him if he was married when you were trying to get to know him. So do you think that you set yourself up to be heartbroken by not asking the right questions up front? Yeah, I can say that um, because I should have asked that question. But I think at that moment in my life, I I really wasn't even thinking about, you know, if he was married or not. Yeah, so I didn't ask the question. You know, shame on me for not asking the question. Do you think that's something that a lot of people do, that they really just don't want to know the truth? I, I do think that. I think that. I think that. I mean, it can go both ways. I think that a lot of people don't want to know if the person is married. And then I think that, you know, some people just don't really care. Very true. All right. So <laughs> did you find yourself looking back on what happened? Do you think that you may have romanticized things to the point that reality didn't exist? You know, like was your desire to have what appear, what appeared to be the perfect man, was that desire so intense that you ignored the fact that he could never be yours? Um, I think that could be true. I did, I stayed around because even though he wasn't my husband and he wasn't my, you know, he was my man, he was the side. I mean, I was his side, shall I say. Um, he was a really good person. He had a genuine heart. Uh, me and this man actually became best of friends. He was a provider for for both households, uh, my household and his own household. I didn't ask this man for, you know, money or anything. He just told me, you know, he wanted to take care of me and my girls, and that's what he did. So, and again, I was never, you know, naive to think that he would leave his wife. I never asked him that, you know, to leave his wife uh, for me. Um, I just, I never did that. So do you think that he knew that by assisting you financially, that was a way to always be a part of your life? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. It was uh, at that point in my life, I was a single parent. And, you know, it was hard, like I said, working paycheck to paycheck. But I, I was good. You know, I was okay. Me and my girls were okay. We never went without. And so I do believe that, you know, financially that he knew that, that was a part of, you know, of course, me being there. Did I feel like a a prostitute or something? No, I never felt like that. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, these are situations that a lot of people, you know, find themselves in. And I think that right. by reading this book, they may be able to recognize it. Because when you're on the outside looking in, you know, of course, it's a lot easier to see than when you're actually going through the situation. And right. I, I don't want to spoil the book for the listeners and, and tell them what ultimately <laughs> happened. But in, in your opinion, what can women do to avoid finding themselves in situationships, so to speak, like this? 
So I say first thing, make sure or ask the question, because this is what I did not do. Ask the question first, you know, are you okay. married? Uh, <laughs> again, that's where I failed. I didn't ask that question. I do believe that if I had asked that question, the situation would have been totally different. Okay. Um, but for for women or or males, because there are males that do the same thing, ask the question. Absolutely. Um, right. Ask the question, and then you know, go from there. Definitely, do not build a relationship with this female or this male. Um, because if you build this relationship, there's going to be, it's going to go to a whole nother level like I did. So all I can say is ask the question, you know, right from wrong, ask the question. (laughs) What I did was totally wrong. Um, and I admit to that, but like I said, thank God for deliverance. And by the way, do you know if he's read the book? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea if he read the book or not. Um I he did know that there was going to be a book uh coming out. Actually, when I when the Lord told me to write this book, um I talked to him. I ran into him actually cuz I hadn't spoken to him since I've been married to my new husband now, but I did run into him and I told him that I was writing a book and he was okay with it. You know, um, so no, I have no idea if he's read the book or not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'd be an interesting conversation if you ran into him again, I'm sure. So what do you want people to get out of reading this book? You know, how can it help them? Um, I want people, I mean, especially those that are in this situation, um, I want them to know that even though you are in this situation, that you can come out of it. You know, there is a blessing for you, but again, you have to allow um, God to deliver you from this because this is what it is. Adultery is, is sin is a sin. Um, I did more, more is, and it's more to, is more than just adultery in this book. Um, But that's what I focused on. But just in knowing that you can be delivered from this and you can be blessed as well, because I was, it took me, 10 years, yes, it took me 10 years um, to get out of it, but it can be done. I was consistent. I was kept going back to the altar, going back to the altar because I wanted to be delivered, but I just didn't didn't fully allow um, God to just out of it. You know how we can go to the altar for some mm-hmm. conflict, conflict, we take it to him, and then we bring it back with us. That, <laughs> what's the purpose <laughs> of you going? All these many times. So you see, I was going all these years, and I was bringing it right back, you know, with me. I wasn't just leaving it there. So I just want people to know that that they can be, um, you know, delivered from this, even though it is wrong. Hey, sin is sin is sin. No sin is greater than the other. But you can, God, if you allow Him to use you and get you out of it, He will. Um, but you have to want to get out of it. That's the key. You have to want to get out of it. And so, and you can be blessed even after that. You can still be blessed. You know, God will, he'll grant you the desires of your heart. You know, that's what the Bible says. Um, And I know it's true. And that's why I said, let me, I'll be an example. You know, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of what I did because I, I can be the voice for others. And there are so many other people out there in this situation dealing with this um, right now. And they don't really know how to, you know, come out of it or what to do. 
But I, like I said, if they, I encourage everybody to read the book. You know, even if you're not in this situation, read it to avoid from getting into the situation. Okay, and I did read the book myself. It's um, it's a very easy read. Uh, you can mm-hmm. get through it a lot quicker than you realize because the the story is so good. Where can people buy the book, and where can they get in contact with you if they wanted to, like on social media? Where can it connect? So they can go on. Um, my author page is outskirtspress.com forward slash my life as an adulterated woman. Um, the book is there. You can get it on Amazon. It's um, Barnes & Noble. Um, and a lot of other different little, you know, sites is there. Facebook, um, I'm Inkwit Fields Taylor on Facebook. Um, and on Instagram, I think I'm Inkwit on Instagram. So they want to contact me or email. My email is inkwitfields at yahoo.com or inkwitfields at outlook.com. Well, Inkwit, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I'll be sure to post a link to your book, along with your contact okay. information over at TalkToQ.com. So I want to okay. thank you for joining the Talk to Q radio show and this Q on one edition. <laughs> it's, it's not always easy to share our truths, but um, you did so. And I think that a lot of people mm-hmm. can benefit from the message that your story tells. And I wish you mm-hmm. much success with your book and any future endeavors. Thank you so much for having me on your show again. I really, really enjoyed it. I would love to talk to you again. <laughs> and actually, I'm working on the sex book. It's coming. So just put your seatbelt on. Keep Uh-oh. it on. Cause the <laughs> there is a second book coming. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, you definitely need to let me know when that happens so we can do this again. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. But thank you so much, and you have a blessed and wonderful day. Stay safe out there um, because this coronavirus is real uh, on top of other, other things, but just stay safe. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.